Ingenuity Show has the weirdest style. The Ingenuity Show hopes you stay a while. Come with these three nerdy engineers. What you will find might linger in the cochlea of your ears. Oh, with every nerd cast, there is something new. If you are listening, then this show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd. Well, you're, you're the, the one listening. Who's the nerd? You know, so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Hello, welcome to the Ingenuity Show. I'm Mr. Pold. I'm St. Jimmy. Me ist Dividi. What language is that? It's a Jernglish. Jernglish? It's catching on. Soon your pets yeah. will be speaking it. Welcome to the Nerdy Show about culture, technology, news, and media. Our fake sponsor this week is... I thought it was about Medea. Croutontons. Tired of cold, boring <laughs> salads? Add crouton tons for intense, warm flavor. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> Wait till you put them on your salad. Get them uh, my belly. <laughs> Get them in your belly today. It was so cold today, I was asking my coworkers if we could find a, a large person to make a tauntaun out of. Oh. I said to ride. Where do you guys' minds go? <laughs> Cut them in open and climb inside? Yes. Gross. Only after he freezes to death. <laughs> it's humane. No, it just Best reached its time. shelf life. Oh. They're clones. Oh. oh. Planned obsolescence? They got too far away from the controller. They're actually remote controlled. <laughs> they ran out They're, of Texas Soul White. <laughs> They're uh, like the Gemini. Droids. That's what I was thinking. Battle droids. Anyways. <laughs> Tauntaun droids. So have you guys seen any XFL football games? I watched one that you went and saw in person, but I watched it on the TVs. Yeah, they had it on YouTube. I watched the second quarter. It's amazing how oh. great defenses look when the quarterbacks are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to the game I looked Saturday. for you. I didn't see you. Yeah, I was, I was in the very But there was like 30,000 people there, so. Yeah, I was in the back row of the second tier. Their, their rules are interesting. Yes. How was that? How how about that? Uh, pick six. That shortest ever Inter- interception for touchdown. Interception six. for a touchdown. It was awesome. I think his foot was in the end zone when he caught it. <laughs> yeah, everybody went berserk because our team did that. That they, that took him ahead, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. The other team's only touchdown was a pick six, also, but it was a seventy-eight yard one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, we can do it more efficiently than you. <laughs> we we don't want to have to even, run down the field to score. <laughs> Our guy's not even winded. <laughs> uh, yeah, my I think this could catch on. I'm just concerned that the poor uh, playing... I wonder what Ryan Dinwiddie ...will eventually doing. sink it, but... It was fun. The defenses are... I mean, it's a big 
defensive league. Although you look at like Card- Cardell Jones, I think the guy that plays for Washington, he's pretty good. Hmm. Although my Madden game, he's ranked. He's like got like fifty six rating. So oh. I have him as a backup on one of my oh. teams. <laughs> so I didn't know till I got there and got the program that one of the players on our team went to our alma mater. And he had a goal line tackle yeah. to keep him out of the end I zone. I think he had the first oh. tackle of the game also on the, on the special kickoff. Teams. Yeah. He was second string, but... He's a defensive end. Yep. So I was rooting for him. Yeah, I went with some corkers. We went and had street dogs <laughs> before the game and then got our seats. We were in the back row, so we didn't have to worry about people behind us. Oh, if nice. we wanted to stand or sit, we could do whatever Although your we back wanted. row was not like the last time I was in that stadium was back row. Well, we were in the upper deck. Yeah, it looked like yeah, I was nobody upper, was in the upper deck. I think they didn't, they didn't have open. sell tickets okay, for the I upper didn't deck. Think so. Last they, time I was there, I was in the upper deck with our backs to the top. Oh, thing. <laughs> no, we were. I was at about the five yard line, and I had a good view of the field, and I could always tell where the ball was. That's so. cool. Cool. It's a nice stadium. I'd never been there before. That touchdown, long touchdown pass, is pretty cool too. Yeah, we finally connected on one. Yep. I've been there for a couple NFL games and an MLS game. And a concert? I think the oh, guy... Oh, yeah, and a concert. I forgot about that. The guy that caught that really long touchdown um, holds the record for the most rushing yards in NCAA history, I think. Wow. And he's a quarterback. I think he played for Navy. Hmm. They pass like three times a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was with Kenny B, and he was oh, like... fun. You, you've never been here before? I was like, no. He's like, oh, you didn't go to that concert with your brother? It's like, no. Oh, that's how you remember, know about the concert. Yeah. How does he know about the concert? I guess I must have told the him. The YouTube one? You told him. Okay. Well, I, I used to work it. with him, so. Yeah. That was when I worked with him. Mm. Yeah. So then we barely caught the next ferry home and then got my family and we drove down to Portland. Oh, Spent wow. A long weekend with uh, Charlie and Master Zed. Cool. Awesome. I took Tuesday off from work and Monday was a holiday, so. I heard it. Weather was nice in Oregon. It was beautiful. It was nice here. On um, Saturday, no. Saturday we. <laughs> Saturday was horrible here. Oh, Saturday was. Bad. I was at the game. That was Monday. Oh, that's, that's right. right. So we got there fairly late Saturday night. Okay. And then Sunday was nice. We changed the U joint on Master Zed's front driver's side on his pickup. Well, you're just doing all kinds of U joint stuff, aren't you? Uh, just that one. Can you help me with my steering shot or shaft? Oh, That's yeah, two U-joints I guess on that, that one. Yeah, but we didn't have to take apart the <laughs> no, U-joint on that. We just took the old ones out threw them away. Oh, they're still on the floor of the garage. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, this was much larger than your U-joints because this was on the axle. Right. But, yeah, it was uh, fun. And then we the kids wanted to go to the Powell's Books. It's like a block size three-story <laughs> bookstore oh wow so we got books for all the kids and it's nationally known and we went to this place called nola donuts is it from new orleans yes it was new orleans themed oh and we got some fancy donuts they had really good apple fritter and we got some little things i saw a funny facebook post that was drew Can't Brees. what they're called where they aged him, so he had like really gray hair and like wrinkles, and he was wearing a Saints uniform. He's like, 
Drew Brees finally retires in 2035 <laughs> and is still 1 in 12 against the Vikings in the playoffs. Nice. Oh. <laughs> well, Saturday, DVD and I helped LFG pack up his stuff and do his pod. Oh, so. It's a small pod. It's about the size of this room. Really? Yeah, if, if that. that. Well, he gave all of his room. stuff away. Yeah, when we were there, he was didn't have any place for his couches to go. He was just going to take him to the dump. So we offered, my wife and I offered to take him. Oh. So we had this um, hide-a-bed love seat that we got for free from some a friend of a friend. Uh-huh. And it's... It's pretty ugly looking, <laughs> and it's kind of worn out, and we were using it for extra sleeping capacity when we have family come to visit and everything. Well, we were ready to get rid of it, so we decided that we were going to go take it to the local thrift store and donate it, and yeah. it was raining, so I had to put a tarp over it, and we got there, and he looked at it over and said, oh, it's too worn, we can't take it. <laughs> but you could try this other thrift store in town. So like, okay. So. Our competitor, they take crap. <laughs> yeah. So we <laughs> headed over to the other thrift store and they said, oh, we don't take hide beds I'm nice. like, oh, so no, we've got this No thing. one in the store wants to try to help a customer put it in their car. Well, this thing is so freaking heavy right. and big and evil. So I'm like, okay, fine. We're just taking it to the dump. I don't want to have to move this out of the truck. And then yeah. it's already starting to get soaking wet. It's not worth trying to list it for free even. <laughs> so then I'm like, well, well, at first I'm like, well, maybe we could just put it in the back of my old truck where we have some stuff that is going to go to the dump someday. And, uh, and then I decided I don't want to move it <laughs> again. And But when I was looking in the back of my old truck, I saw the the door that, you know, had been damaged sitting in there. I'm like, oh, so I'll just, that thing's super freaking heavy. Maybe I'll take that to the dump too. Right. So throw it in the truck, head on down to the uh, the, the city dump or whatever it's called. Transfer, transfer station. Because they don't actually bury it here. They ship it to the next state. But anyway, usually you go on a Saturday and the line is horrendous. Yeah. Apparently the time to go is when it's pouring down rain all day. Because <laughs> we got there, nobody was there. We pulled right up to the warehouse nice. and nice. they let us right in. And, well, the one thing they said is they wouldn't take the door. Really? So they, so I'm like, so I need to take it to... A scrap metal the, place? And they're like, yep. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Oh. So we ended up paying $22 just to dispose of the couch. Oh. So well. we pulled up there, backed up there. I just shoved the couch off the... <laughs> and just back truck. up real quick and stop suddenly. I should maybe should have done that, but <laughs> and then we were out of there in like uh, probably the whole thing took like ten minutes. Wow, <laughs> so so we, an hour and a half I spent. We went last by time the, I went. yeah, we went by the uh, scrap metal place because it was kind of on the way home and it was closed that day. Hmm. So of course, I still have it in the back of my truck. I'm planning to. Drop it off probably tomorrow. Just pour range. salt all over it and bury it in your yard. It'll be <laughs> gone in a couple of years. There hmm. you go. Yeah, so then we didn't want to pick up the LFG's couches in the rain. So right. we said, oh, we'll come by tomorrow. So the next day we went by and loaded them up, and those things are pretty heavy too. Hmm. 
had DVD come over and help us wrangle them into our room, into our house. So I didn't have to bring my cool. reciprocating saw or nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was very concerned about making that corner, but the the couches just they were love seats, reclining love seats basically. It was the perfect length to make the corner into the living room through the front door without hitting the closet, which I was very amazed with. My experience, if you can stand a couch on end up in a room, you're usually pretty good. My problem is my ceilings are so short. that Yeah, and these were short enough we were able to stand them up on end and take them into the room with no problem whatsoever. So it was pretty cool. Good. So that was our couches saga. Couch saga. (laughs) So I had a question come up while I was working on... Master Zed's truck with him. Yeah. Um, so you have different size ratchet drivers uh-huh. for sockets. You have like little ones that are quarter inch drive, and then you have the medium is the three eighths, and that's like the most common. And then the right. big ones that you would have like on a, uh, what do you call that? Torque wrench. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or a breaker bar, or like half inch. Well, what is, what do metric countries? sizes have for those because they can't say oh yeah i need a three-eighths inch small medium and large maybe i don't know <laughs> i was just wondering i know yeah, we have some the, british listeners maybe yeah, what is, what, yeah what's know. the end of the ratchet the square end of the ratchet these stick the sockets on what is that yeah they've got to have similar sizes or well half inch is 13 millimeter but what about the three-eighths that's not doesn't have like a direct equivalent or quarter inch, that's just under eight millimeter. Seven, like seven and a half or a little over seven, seven point two. But they can't, you know do they just call it like, oh, that's a seven millimeter or do they have different size? Would it would theirs not work over here, you know? Oh, I don't know. That's interesting. Because they're like, Oh yeah, they're standardized. Or maybe ours aren't actually three eighths or <laughs> Yeah, have you measured one? No. I've never measured one. They just call it a three-eighths. I just trust them. Hmm. But Very maybe it's actually like nine millimeter, ten millimeter, I think is the closest. I don't know. I thought maybe... That's a good question. One of our British listeners could tell us. Or maybe they use standard in the UK, but like, what would they use in France? Probably what we use, and then... but. Just call it something any, different they just don't have any of the standard sockets <laughs> so my metric sockets fit on they're just fine i know but the the right. square end in the socket is three-eighths of an inch does anyone make a fastener that that square piece just fits in <laughs> no <laughs> well actually so sometimes like the, the, um, the screwdriver ones that the no your tensioner pulley on your car will have a square oh, right, right. that you can just put a Double ratchet still. handle in to to pull your tensioner to loosen your belt. Hmm. And that's usually like a half inch. Right. So you can put a breaker bar in it. But I and I've also seen ones that were three eighths. So I don't know. Interesting. I don't know why that occurred to me, but that is a fascinating question. <laughs> you didn't ask Google or anything? No. Because we have listeners. I wanted oh, interaction. Con- <laughs> I wanted content. 
Put a poll on there. No. <laughs> what would the two options be? <laughs> yes or no. Metric or American? Have you ever measured <laughs> the square stub on your socket, Rich? Yeah, but if they say no, then that doesn't tell us anything. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Even if they say yes, it doesn't tell us. Yes or no is they'd have not to that comment. Kind of a poll. Yeah. Did you answer this poll, yes or no? <laughs> it would be contrarians, but no. We got 100%. Oh, we got 96%. Yes. I remember the first poll I made on Facebook was, which poll do you like better, the North Pole or the South Pole? Oh. <laughs> South Pole all the way. SPO. <laughs> That's where the penguins are, right? Yeah. Sweet, like penguins or bears? penguins. Tasting like dirty ducks. Well, the North Pole is either, it's like on ice, it's not even land. Polar bears live up there. Yeah. Pronounced polar bears. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're from the plant, the star Polaris. Yes. Mm, Polaris. I like it when the coworker says, oh, people that pronounce the word this way bug me. It was. It's a challenge, isn't it? You're like, you should have asked me how so I, I pronounce like, it before you say that. <laughs> no, but I'd, I'd pronounce the same way that she did, I think. The right way. Then I pulled out the dictionary and showed, oh, look, both, both pronunciations are, are acceptable. Correct. Oh, yeah, we did that. That's the problem with English is that uh, it's based on usage. I think we did that today or yesterday. It was codify or codify. That's our, the word we did. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, she was... Talking about people who use word, made up words. And the first thing you said was pagination. I was like, I looked that up. That's a word. <laughs> it is a word. That's how you control the page numbers of a. <laughs> I, and yeah. Codify. Codify. No, I don't know how I say it. Codify. 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 I think she said codify because if it had two Ds, it'd be. I prefer salmonify. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's funny. That's, yeah. It's like apricot and apricot. Both of those are proper pronunciations in the dictionary, too, but apricot's uh, correct. It's apricot. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was apricot. <laughs> or, oh, apricot. I'm sorry. Apricot. Apricot. I <laughs> <laughs> with an apricot. <laughs> oh, I got an apricot. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, that happens when you slice them too thin. Mm. Yeah. You don't want to do that. So we're in a new configuration. Yeah, we moved, or DVD moved the table. <laughs> I like the royal we that was about to happen. <laughs> we are sitting and at a table three. that For the DVD first time moved. ever, I don't know if you can tell the sound difference, we have all of our three sound deadening mats installed. Whoa. Echo. echo. They're all named Matt? Yep. <laughs> Matthew with one T, this Matthew with two T. This one's sharper than the rest. And Matt. Matthias. Oh. Actually, these ones like have a sharper edge. They're all held up with tacks. Whoa, that sounds. It's hard to get. I had to get a, a, a boy to come help me pull these ones up while I tacked them. <laughs> boy, <laughs> he did. He was just That's walking by. I've never seen him yeah. before. No. Boy, come That's normal in DVD's house, you know. Hold this. Well, yeah, there's a lot of tack. Well, random well, yesterday, I got home and there was like three cars I didn't recognize. In the driveway. Or two in the like, driveway, one on the sidewalk. Oh, I'm at the wrong house. <laughs> and uh, one of the cars was a, like, mint condition 1989 Toyota Supra, which was really cool. Whoa. And mint? My, in box? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it smelled minty fresh? It was awesome. It's one of uh, the middle son's friends. 
that used to come play at my house all the time. And I know he's had a job since he was 16. He used to work at Albertsons. Hmm. Now works at a car dealership. Oh. Cool. And he said, yeah, I think he can get you a job. To my son, I was like, well, did you take him up on it? <laughs> Do it. Doing what? Cleaning, Cleaning detailing cars? cars around. That's not a bad gig for a young said you just got bachelor. Tickets, and none of my kids have any tickets yet. Neither do mine. <laughs> By the time I was your kids' ages, I had tickets. <laughs> I had one, at least. I think I was 15 when I got my first ticket. Yeah, I think I was Yeah, I was married when I got my second one. But my, and you were still 15 when you got your son, ticket. No, just kidding. My oldest son is no. older than I was when I got married. Whoa. He'll be 21 this summer. Dude. It's weird. Wow. It's kooky. Crazy stuff. So Monday I was gonna go play golf. Yeah. Did golf it work course out? opens at eight. Nope, I got there. I walked over there. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, because of the frost, we're not opening until nine thirty. Oh, oh frost delay. So to, they're like, why don't you call before you come? I was like, okay. <laughs> so I was texting with my Frank on the way over there and because um, he's putting an offer on another house, which he just had his inspection today, cross your fingers. <laughs> and uh I was texting him telling him that I had to turn around and go home because of frost delay. And he's like, well, I'm going disc golfing. Oh. I was like, when? He's like, in about 10 minutes. It's like, pick me up. No frost <laughs> delay there. LFG had given me his discs because he wasn't going to use them anymore and his little carrying bag. So I went mm-hmm. and I had my best disc golfing game ever. Awesome. Must be the discs. Well, I put, I only used one of his discs. Oh. He's the medium range one. I used my driver and my putter. Hmm. Cool. It's been too long since I've awesome. done that. And I learned, don't stare at what you want to avoid. You'll hit it every time. <laughs> yeah. Same with driving. I was even thinking in my brain, okay, I'm looking at looking at it, and then right as I was about to throw, my eyes just flicked over to the tree and just nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Keep your eye on the disc. We were playing with somebody I'd never played before, and it didn't look like they'd ever thrown a disc. Oh, um, so I've So this done first that. one went like 50 feet in the air and about five feet up, forward, and then came back and went behind him. Oh, my goodness. It was crazy. Yeah. It's like... If you just throw it like a frisbee, if you he'd never thrown a frisbee before. Whoa! Throw it like a stick. <laughs> mm. You can do that. You can do it overhand. Hurts your shoulder. At least it hurts my shoulder. Sometimes it's helpful if you're like tomahawk in the, the woods. Some of my guys can play. Can throw it like that, and then it turns over and like flies forever. Yeah, because they're jerks. I call those people <laughs> show-offs. <laughs> they're good at something that I'm not. Yeah, they must be fair. jerks.
All right, so should we do some nerdiculture? Let's do it. Tinkto. So I was reading a book <gasps> that um, what? included something about time dilation. Oh. And so my wife and I got talking about the theory of relativity. Okay, so you're talking, you're traveling so fast that time passes differently for you than other like people that aren't traveling Superman. fast. Superman. <laughs> so. Hooray. Okay, let's see. So I think I know what, oh, it's in your consumption. Yes. Because I read that book recently. Oh. What was it? Ender's Game. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we'll get to that a little bit later. Okay. So, according to the theories of relativity, special and general. <gasps> we have some special relatives. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be major relativity, but... So, as you approach the speed of light, as you... <laughs> Not this age. As <laughs> <laughs> so you accelerate and your velocity gets close to the speed of light, there's certain things that appear to happen based on an outside observer your skin flakes off no catches fire you stretch out so there's something that's called link it's actually the other way link length contraction oh so if somebody's stationary and somebody is traveling near the speed of light next to that person and they were able to observe somehow the object yeah (laughs) Without, blowing, um, <laughs> without their atoms being atomized by the yeah. compressing air in front of them? Well, maybe they're in space. Oh, that's true. Maybe it's special the, relativity. Anyway. The compressing asteroids? And the, <laughs> the length upon the direction of their travel um, seems to decrease. So they look shorter than they actually are. Mm. Now there's also but when they show the flash, he's running really fast and he looks elongated. Well, that must fiction. not be running close to the speed of light. Ah. It's fiction. That's like just f- frame dragging from the... <laughs> oh, it's how they filmed it. So there's filming. also something called relativistic mass. Ooh. <laughs> so <laughs> you're... To the observer that sees something traveling near the speed of light, the inertial mass of that object seems to increase as they get closer. Oh, that's, what's, why, that's why I wouldn't think I'm a large person. <laughs> you're just going too fast. <laughs> yeah, you need to slow down. Fast. Yeah, and then the other one is time dilation. So time seems to be passing more slowly for the object that's moving close to the speed so of light. So like when you're in class, your... time seems like it's <laughs> going slowly. Well, uh, not really because all of you in the room are traveling at the same rate of speed. So What if some people in the room are on speed? <laughs> so... um if you're in a starship classroom and you're approaching the speed of light. Let's see. I'm just looking through the notes I'm putting in here. So to the traveler, though, things just seem normal. Yeah, you don't feel like time's passing any differently than you. In fact, when you are passing that person that's observing you, to your frame of reference, they're the ones traveling near the speed of light. And so time seems to pass slower for them, according to your observation. (laughs) And both of you would observe photons traveling at the same speed. When the Klingon bird of purple prey traveled in time, there was some (laughs) definite visual distortion happening, even though they're all in the same 
point of view of each other is all traveling the same ship. Isn't that because they got caught in some kind of wormhole or something? Oh, maybe it was. That's right. They had that or that computerized wormhole that they got trapped in. <laughs> that was <laughs> a different geometric shapes. That wasn't when they were traveling back in time. And no, it wasn't. But they did have some kind four. of weird. Oh, that was in the, the, motion, that was the picture, motion picture. That's right. They went immediately yeah, into like a wormhole thing. Yeah, they their warp field hit a wormhole or something, or their warp bubble. That was weird and unnecessary. Yes. They should have cut it out so it was only five hours and ten minutes long. <laughs> yes, because that scene really <laughs> dragged out. Especially when, since That's because they were motion. going so fast. <laughs> just because you can doesn't mean you should. It was just should. from your point of view. The actors thought it was going really fast. <laughs> they thought you were slow. So one of the things that, that boring. about this is no matter which frame of reference you're in, the speed of light is always the same. Right. It's a constant. And so... There's been different thought experiments about if you have a clock that's made up of a light that flashes, hits a mirror, and returns. And if you look at it, you know, at the same reference frame, you're both traveling the same speed. It just looks like it goes straight across, and it takes a certain amount of time for it to do that. Well, if you're, if you or that clock is moving then you'll see it will look like the light is going in a diagonal pattern. Mm. And so the diagonal means it would have to travel Faster. further in the same time. In order right. to keep the speed of light constant in both frames of oh, reference, yeah. you have to vary the time. So if time appears to go slower for people you see going in the speed of light and it's the same reversed, then does don't they usually show people like aging more? If this is away called or? the twin paradox. Oh. So the, the way the twin paradox goes is you have two twins. One stays on Earth. Another one gets in a ship. That's that usually how twins work. Close to the speed of light <laughs> away from the Earth. Okay. And then returns. And the person that was stayed on the Earth is younger, older, older than the person that traveled. And so the paradox is, well... The guy traveling away from the Earth to the observer on Earth looks like he's traveling close to the speed of light. Right. So it should be the, the other observer way. on the spaceship seeing the person on Earth. To them, the Earth is traveling away from them close to the speed of light. And so why does the aging... What happens if there's triplets? <laughs> <laughs> Twiplet, the the third one right explodes. Oh. <laughs> the universe explodes. <laughs> so... so that's but, the paradox. Right. So because of that, so when people say that that's a fact that would happen, it does. I can now say that's a paradox and you just blew up the world. No, it does happen. It does. They've tested it with clocks. Oh. So I'll get to that. So I, I read clocks? this really lengthy yes. article that explained in detail how the twin paradox actually isn't a paradox. Unfortunately, I can't regurgitate it all because it was pretty deep and... Basically, it comes down to, you know about the Doppler effect? Yeah. So, sound waves are, the frequency is higher when it's coming toward you than when it's going away from you. Right, right. Because... The source. Yeah, the source. source is emitting them at the same speed, but if it's traveling towards you, then... So, there's a similar kind of concept with... Close together. With traveling, you know, away from an object... The light 
takes longer to get to you because you're traveling away from it. Wait, I thought we said this. It's like the red shift, the blue yeah. and the blue shift. So the reason that this isn't a paradox is at one point he stops and he turns around and starts coming back. Oh, as soon as he comes back, that's what does it. Well, because then it no longer looks the like transition he's... from going in one direction to going to the other direction um, changes the equations, and I. I don't have it in front of me here, so I can explain it in detail on the show, and it would take longer than I want the, the segment to last. But um, there's a, there's some math involved. Uh-huh. Um, if you want to find out more about it, Google time dilation, and you'll find videos and all kinds of stuff. So you mentioned the um, the test that they did to confirm that the the equations work. Yeah. So it's called the Hefeli Keating experiment. Right. And it was done in October of 1971. And so what they did is they got some cesium beam atomic clocks. I think they used like four of them. But they are super accurate and they synchronized them all together. And they kept one at a stationary point on the ground. And then they put one in an airplane that traveled around the world east. Is that the same direction the Superman went? They put one that traveled <laughs> in another commercial airplane that went circled the globe going west. And so they what beforehand the fourth they one. I don't know, they didn't say <laughs> it went through the earth. It might they might have kept it with the stationary one. It didn't mention yeah, they get lonely the fourth you... one. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they used Einstein's equations to calculate how much time difference there was going to be when the clocks were compared later. And they were both well within the error um, so band. So did they test it at multiple speeds to see? So this experiment has been redone multiple times since then using better equipment and more precise um, parameters to the experiment. And it's always matched the equations. In fact, the GPS satellites that we use take into account relative relativistic speeds even though they're not going that that fast they're so accurate that they have to account for time dilation yes now there were two types of time dilation that they accounted for yes so one of them has to do with the speed that you're moving in relation to a stationary point the other one has to do with the gravity well of earth right so Time dilation can also be caused by gravity. So that's why when you're getting sucked into a black hole, it lasts a long time from your point of view. Except you'll probably die quick because of the tidal forces. Yeah. Because the gravity will be pulling harder on your head than your feet. So right. <laughs> rip could rip, rip you, you in, in half. In pieces. This they call it spaghettification. <clears throat> <laughs> but um, <Yes. laughs> for you, it will seem like it lasts longer than to an outside observer. <laughs> yes. So there's another way that they test relativity, and they do it DNA using no. Mu- they just give them like multiplication <laughs> flashcards. <laughs> they use muon decay. Oh, oh muons this is my favorite one. And so muons decay at a certain rate. Yeah. That they know the, what the rate is, and so using like particle accelerators and other things. They can measure how long, how much longer these muons last before they decay when they're traveling at large speeds. 
And so they, that has also confirmed the equations that the relativity works. So the equation for time dilation is the time the time that passed for the observer um, divided by the square root of one minus velocity squared over the speed of light squared. Mm. So basically as your velocity if when your velocity is zero, then it's basically you know the time of the observer equals the time of the uh, traveler the traveler because zero over c squared is zero one minus zero is one square root of one is one that's how I solve all my equations just put zero in for <laughs> all the variables so as the velocity increases um, that number under the square root gets bigger gets bigger is that no. no. Yeah. So it starts at one minus one. It gets smaller because you're subtracting right. the overall number gets bigger. Yeah. So what this means is if the velocity ever equals the speed of light, then you end up with undefined. Yeah. You have zero. You end up with Chuck Norris. <laughs> you tr- you're trying to divide by zero. Yeah. Well, so you end up with the square root of. One minus so that's why they one, say you can never which would be actually zero. reach the speed of light. Yeah, because the how does the speed of light do it then? Undefined. How does light well, do it then? Because it's special. It's a wave. There's no mass. So if I have so a good objects diet, like tachyons, which they are thinking have no mass, they expect that they can probably go. So not Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny thing is once. If the velocity in wait, the equation... Wait, this whole thing has been funny so far? <laughs> if the velocity <laughs> in the equation goes more than the speed of light, you end up with negative a negative under of the negative. square, and which turns into an imaginary number. <laughs> yes, I knew it. And that's how you go if back you in time. If you pass the speed of light, you turn into a cartoon. Everyone knows this. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why Superman went so fast that he went back in time. <laughs> Which was really confusing as a kid because... You thought they were just making the earth spin backwards? He went in the direction opposite of the rotation of the earth, and it looked like he was turning the earth backwards. And at some point, I was like, that would never work. <laughs> but then I realized later on... That is that time going backwards. Was, it was going thought, backwards from his point of view. That's what I always thought. I never... Well, I'm younger than you. That movie came out when we were kids. Did it? Pretty sure that movie came out in like 1979. Okay, yeah. so it came out before we were kids, or well, some I of us were kids. Two, I saw it for the first time as a kid. When did Superman Two come out? It was two, two, I think right? it was. I think that oh, was the two? first one. It was 81. Superman. Wasn't that the first one? Yeah. Was that in the first one? Uh huh. Oh, so maybe it was that 79. was 79. So, as a side note, you might wonder how do we measure the speed of light? Mirrors. Uh, Stopwatch. Right, mirrors. So the first guy that... So Galileo tried to do it. Galileo. But... <laughs> Galileo. They, they did not have Galileo, as precise enough instruments right. to do it right. Um, the first guy actually to come up with a number for the speed of light... Okay, first guy that documented. We okay. don't know what happened before the Library of Alexandria burned. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Whatever. <laughs> Ancient aliens gave the people. So anyway, he he used the moon of one of the moons of Jupiter. I think it was Io. <laughs> to get more stupider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, increases IOQ. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, they they in the 1800s. This guy came up with this. This was after the guy used IO, but I don't want to get into that one. Anyway, <laughs> they use a mirror, and they have a, a light shine to the mirror, and they come back, and they have, have the a mirror stopwatch. rotating. Well, I think they also had like a hundred tooth gear in front of the light, so that oh, you could smart metric. You could, yeah, you could. I would use six like a strobe. <laughs> yeah, I used to, used to be able to use sixty four. Was like and so unit. distance <laughs> equals rate times time, and so you know the distance between the light source and the mirror, and then you can using this clocking method, you can figure out the time because you know the mirror's rotating, and so they can figure out the time between when it hits. Anyway, they can use that to come up with the um, rate of speed of light. As it travels. So, anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, I was trying to rack my brain on movies where they have included time dilation. The Successfully? Matrix. And. Huh? Bullet time? No. Oh. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, so, the first thing that came to my mind was. Um, Dune. Interstellar. Interstellar, obviously. And that's the. They had that big. Um, black hole that there is a planet in orbit of yeah and so the people on the surface the time went by you go inside your library the yeah. person that was left in the ship i guess yeah they go down they're down there for a while come back and the guy's like it's been years yeah <laughs> like stop crying you baby the other one i could think of though was flight of the navigator mm, yeah do you remember oh, that one i remember the movie but I think not it's, the so it's on Disney things. Plus right now. Is really? It? Yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd like to see that. Movie I would like again. to watch. I liked too. it when I was a kid. It was, it was a joke one of my about favorites. Twisted Sister. So in the beginning of the movie, he gets taken by an alien, Alf, and then he gets returned to the Earth. And to him, hardly any time has passed, but it's been years. Oh. And so they're like, he had gone missing as a little <gasps> kid, and then he came back. So you could figure out how kid. fast he went. <laughs> you probably could. Or how far? Two variables. I have to have a graph. <laughs> yeah. He could have so, been this distance of this speed away. Can you guys think of any other movies where time dilation came into the plot? Uh, Ender's Game, the mm, book. The book, yeah. <laughs> uh, Khan? The Wrath of Khan? No. No? They ignore it in Star Trek. They ignore it in a lot of sci-fi, actually. yeah. Because the warp field keeps you in the right time frame or something. Star Trek 2009? What happened in that one? No, they traveled in time, I guess. That's well, time dilation is not traveling in time. No, right. <laughs> um, I couldn't think of any. I couldn't. Those were the only two I could think of. I'm... There's an old movie, Disney movie called Black Hole. What about? Address it there. <laughs> Planet of the Apes? Okay, so yeah, Planet of the Apes is another one I could kind of think of. But didn't they also have cryogenic sleep involved too? Yeah. 
Yeah, because they... And the way that they got... They went into some kind of anomaly too, right? Yeah, I think so. Which one? Which made him go faster than the original. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember much we, about the original. Should we ask uh, my Google Assistant? If you want. Movies that use time dilation correctly. <laughs> Here is some information for movies about time dilation. Here's a summary time travel? IMDb. Black hole, time travel, wormhole, death, planet, surprise ending, murder, outer space. And murder? I don't think I've seen any of those. I haven't either. <laughs> Maybe we should watch some of these. <laughs> From on the list. Oh. So, listener, if you are aware of a show that uses time dilation, email us. Let us know. You could use the plural of listener. Lost oh, in space? There are listeners? <laughs> we do have more what? than one I don't download. remember that movie well enough. The, I think they're talking the TV show. Oh. The no, 1998. One? Yeah, 1998 did. I don't remember. I didn't like it. I thought it was fine. I don't remember. I think don't like it either. I had oh. <laughs> the original TV show in my brain too much, and I didn't like it. Do you like the new Netflix series? Danger. I do, but I that's I don't know. It's I'm more farther removed from the original. It is. It's not. And I'm glad they finally explained the one daughter that was a different looked different than the rest of the family. It finally made sense out of that. Anyway, She's a robot. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Cylon. Well, she's like adopted or something after oh. her dad died. Yeah, I, I noticed a lot of science fiction just kind of ignores ignores it. I mean, I've got it in my book. Infini is one. Have you heard of that one? No. Have you seen the picture? I think it's on Netflix. I think I've seen it. I haven't watched it. Huh. Yeah, so if you... Uh, Dino find, Crisis 2, that's on the list. <laughs> if you find my book on Amazon and read it, you'll see there's some dilation effects there. I just have to go to my bookshelf. Oh, that's true. Because the main character ends up, I mean, he's been, he was traveling at relativistic speeds, kind of. What about Lost? He gets back to Earth and his <laughs> ex-wife is 15 years older than him now or something oh. like that. Yeah, that has been known to happen. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was, it was a yeah stimulating conversation I had with my wife. So I thought I'd share it <laughs> here too. And cool. then I'll talk more about Ender's Game when I get to okay. consumption. Movie or book? Both. Ha-ha. <gasps> <gasps> what? And that's Nerdiculture.
All right, for technology, we're going to talk about geopower, geothermal power. Ooh, underwater, underground hot water. Yeah, so there's... I thought you were talking about the geometro. Or warm water. There's this place in the Apennine Mountains, which are in Tuscany. That's in Italia. Where there is a lot of geothermal wells. 10% of the world's geothermal power comes from that one region. Whoa. Oh. Do, do they use that in Iceland too? They do. Okay. So anywhere where there's shallow heat. So probably not the Midwest. Well, like around Yellowstone, you might be able to do it. It's not the Midwest. That's true. It's the West West. <laughs> um, so... They uh, they recently drilled a two mile deep hole to the center of the earth. They went there from Iceland, trying to get. Um, Did they get reach China? No, what they were looking for was a region that had super critical fluids. Mm. So it's water with dissolved minerals that is above the boiling point of water. That's why you shouldn't put. Uh, Water in a microwave, right? Just by itself. Because of if all the minerals? If it's too pure, it won't boil until, until you put it like a mineral. spoon in it or yeah, something. And then, then it, it will flash boil. Um, so they went... I've tried several times. Never they, got to work. <laughs> they reached temperatures of 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit and 300 atmospheres pressure. Whoa. So it's the hottest borehole ever created. Even hotter than the three-mile-deep borehole in... Iceland. Isn't that, that discovered that the the 2012 movie that there was catastrophic something? Uh, so at the beginning of 2012, they had a underground water thing in like a mine. Yeah, where they were, it was a neutrino detector. Oh, okay, <clears throat> that's right. So what they we're, like old trinos better. The reason they're looking for super critical fluid is they can be it has some properties of a liquid and some properties of a gas so oh. they can run it through turbines. Use it to turn some turbines. Like Taco Bell beans. Yeah, so they pump it up, run it through a turbine, then pump it back down. Um so if you don't find super critical fluids, you can still use the well to heat water, you just have to provide the water. You pump the water down, and it goes down and boils, and you bring it up to run your turbine or run it through a heat exchanger. And they talked about using like those um, super conductive filaments to bring just the, the heat straight just up. the heat up. Yeah, so that's not in this article. Oh, okay. this article is just about. I thought that was really cool. Pi- piping fluids. Um. So it's pretty cool. They found what they were looking for. They get free energy. <laughs> well, it costs money to dig the well. I mean, it's not. It's not one of those. Yeah. Well, this article says that it's like a never-ending supply of energy, right? Until the Earth goes. Until the, until the sun goes critical. Earth, earth cools. Away. But the, until the Earth turns into just a some of that heat is snowball is caused by the pressure of gravity. Mm. So. They're actually drilling down to where the there's this boundary That's better than drilling up, where the rock changes from solid to like semi-solid. 
And that's where they find these fluids they're looking for. Ah, but if they find semisonic, then... Then they've gone too far. <laughs> Do they find... Then like it's a, closing time. <laughs> ...a sentient life form that has evolved in the... Okay, Odo. No, that's in the abyss. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, I thought oh. you were talking about Odo from... Oh. <laughs> well, I did a maybe. big puddle, all of them together. Mm-hmm. So some of the p- benefits of this is that like you can just keep pumping and you get more energy out than you put in indefinitely. You can use it to run your pumps. There are problems, though. The super critical fluid is very corrosive. Corrosive. And critical. Yeah, it's always always nagging you. (laughs) I can't believe you haven't done your Dobrik yet. You scientist, you call yourself a scientist? You should find a nice girl. (laughs) Um, Another thing is when you get down to that boundary layer... Um, there's some concern that you can cause earthquakes. And you might find a giant shark. Um, there have been earthquakes linked. Oh, I think it's there has been giant sharks. <laughs> there have been giant sharks in some of these. No. Oh, no. There have been earthquakes linked to geothermal wells, but mostly those are ones that are drilled at fault lines because it, apparently it's easier to drill there. Well, yeah, there's already a crack there. If it's super critical, it's going to find a fault. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's going to exploit it. Um, the other thing is if you're pumping water down there, then you're changing the pressure in the system and yeah. you could cause an earthquake doing that. But this was an episode of G.I. Joe once. They're monitoring the seismic activity in the area of this particular new well, and there have not been any significant seismological events so they think it's pretty safe where they drilled um let's see the places you find the hot water are places likely to have those type of events anyways yeah because the crust isn't very thick there um so uh part of the problems with this is there's not a lot of people that want to invest in it because of the bad publicity from them occasionally causing earthquakes Mm. and um wind and solar energy get all the press and so they get all the um, one of the least efficient ways to make energy yeah they get all the uh funding but the u.s department of energy announced 25 million dollars in research funding that is going to go into a geothermal test site so, it'd be cool if we could start making more of our power this way. Mm-hmm. Especially when you start talking about, like, those superconducting filaments that you can bury and yeah. they will lose, like, no heat. So, you can basically, as long as your filament is, you can run the power, the heat that far and then take it out to heat water to run your turbines. So... I think if we're going to do solar, we should try to figure out broadcast energy and put them above the clouds up in the, and just broadcast power to the planet. Yeah. Or in orbit. Beam it down. Yeah. Or if you have those filaments. Just have it dangling down, going, you know, faster than the speed of sound yeah. through the atmosphere. I guess if it's geosynchronous. Yeah, there you go. Well, you just get a bunch of copper... And yeah, copper. Oh yeah, and you build like a giant thing that goes all the way around the Earth, and then you uh-huh. build another one on the Earth's surface, so that the them going past each other, you created magnetic slip rings. Yeah. 
Let's we'll turn it. the earth uh, into we'll a giant alternator. Yeah. <laughs> well, the problem is people live on the earth. <laughs> well, oh. and you would slow the earth down. <laughs> well, let's do it to Well, you just have everyone jump Mars all the same thing. time and just speed it back up. <laughs> Everybody get a running start and jump and then You're go the same direction. We just need Superman to speed the earth back up. Push on push on the side of a mountain. <laughs> Look at that movie we talked about. And that's Technergy. A Delica Garden, this is beauty. In the land of the world. to break the silence. Where the moths and tigers play Driving through the forest in the empty afternoon Japanese castle inside a place I guess that means it's time for random news. I guess so. Things. I believe the random part. It is going to be random today. So there is a modification to Minecraft called World Edit. Oh. World Edit. And it makes building things so much faster. <laughs> oh. Like, let's say you have desire to build a giant wall. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can select a coordinate. Okay, Trump. Select another coordinate and tell oh. it to set everything between them to a certain thing. Boom. Oh, wow. You've just created a wall also, made out of sheep. <laughs> you could do I, I saw a guy that got asked in a YouTube video. He got asked by one of the players on his server to troll this other kid that was a bully. Oh. And that he knew in real life. <laughs> so he was tormenting this kid at one point. He used some kind of uh, mod to like make a boundary layer above this, kid, this kid's house. And he filled it full of first with cats and then turned them all into creepers. Oh. And then went down and put a sign down and said, look up. And as soon as the kid looked up, he released the boundary. And these creepers just rained down on him. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> anyway. That sounds really mean. But um, it's also really cool. You can set it to, like, drop cubes of stuff. Like cubes of – and this one guy is showing how to make really cool mountains hmm. with sand. Because they, the blocks drop. Oh, yeah. So you just like draw this mountain basically with these cubes, and then there's a way you can fix it with like, you can also do cylinders hmm. of certain sizes, and you're just like holding the button down and everything, you go across that hits it. And you can tell only to replace certain things. You can tell it to mask air only. And that way you can just fill in spots where there's nothing, but it doesn't overwrite the other blocks that are there. Oh. Mm. I did discover if with your cylinder thing, because I have a, one deep cylinder of certain size. That's going up against a wall that was only one block, and it was fine until I flew up and I saw that it put earth past the wall. <laughs> oh, that was fine. So once you build this huge sand mountain, then you can replace it. With you switch it over just to replace that with whatever you want, like earth. Usually you used earth because 
Crafting um, tables. <laughs> no, because what, what you could do Cats. then is you could, if you or dirt, it was a no grass blocks, mm-hmm. because even though they're all glass grass blocks, eventually all the grass will go away that's not on the surface. Uh huh. And then they're just dirt blocks, and then you can replace the dirt blocks with stone. Mm. And then you have spots where you have vegetation, but other places the stone shows oh. through on the sides. You could make some really cool stuff. <laughs> and I wish I'd known this prior to me hand digging in Minecraft. <laughs> the cats in front of my cat's lair. So this is something you could do on the PC version? or Yeah. Um, I went through, I watched a YouTube video showing me how to download the right files and get them oh, in the okay. right place. And it worked perfectly. Hmm. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how to... Like I'm drawing the the capital Idaho State Capitol building again. Which oh. last time I did that, I did it in not creative. I did it in um, survival, survival. Yeah, <laughs> which I was that. difficult. You Especially, had so many monsters underneath there. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> um, Just like in real life. So I, but like quickly, I made a quarter of the Capitol building in like an hour. Huh. And then you can also copy sections and paste them again. Oh, it's quite powerful. But I don't know all the all the stuff, and so I. Made a quarter of it. I was trying to copy the end of a it, monster. Trying to mirror it, mm. and I was having problems because it was mirroring it like up in the sky. And then it oh. my son's like, "Oh yeah, you type this," and then it mirrored it next to it, but upside down. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I was trying to figure out when you showed up oh. today. Oh. Huh. Um, so I get that out. It's, it's really fun to play with. Um, I'm trying to figure out new ways to use it so I can build really super fast. But if you have symmetrical builds, you can. I mean, once you build like part of it, you can just. It's pretty sweet. Um, so check out World Edit. It's really fun. Um, saves a lot of time. But then when you're doing it, you're like, oh, man, if I could have had this back in the day. <laughs> but, oh, the hours I've wasted. Well, not waste time. I'm having fun the whole time. I'm right now I'm building a medieval town with a castle and... <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to show somebody some other stuff, and I realized I hadn't written down the coordinates for my medieval town. Uh-oh. And luckily, I was... You got lost? Yeah, I was like, ah, I know I flew there <laughs> from here, not very far. <laughs> and I saw a swamp. I was like, oh, there's my swamp. And so I just put it there, and I found it. But now I'm afraid to go too far away. I need to just write the coordinates down. Yeah. I sounds like, you should just build a road to the other one. That way you always have... Oh, another thing you do is like you, you could have it put a road down, and you can tell it like twenty percent stone, eighty percent dirt. Oh, and it'll like randomize your path. What you should do is build stargates and write the coordinates down in the stargate. I did that with the enterprise build I did from the transporter room on the inside. I built oh, the transporter yeah. room on the and then had it coordinates to where the other one was. Mm-hmm. And so you'd stand on the transporter pad and you could you see could the, see the coordinates. coordinates yeah, and, that's what I was thinking with the stargate. You could do Stargate type thing with the uh, portals to the what's the other place? The, the Nether. Nether. Um, yeah, but it's funny. I'm all excited bringing my kids and showing them, and they're like, "Yeah, we've been watching people do that on YouTube for like forever." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited because I just found it out. Actually, they're one like, of my kids so old, told Dad. me about it. They told me about a different one that only works on servers <laughs> or something. But then there, I found there was one that was not server-related that was what, for... people that bring you food? Creative, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Single player. And I'm really thinking about getting a realm. Hmm. And now they figured out by other YouTube videos that if you make a realm, you can actually bring your single-player one into the realm. Oh. And you can also back up your realm, which I wish I had a backup of... 
I think there's ways oh, for realm? console players to also be in the realm. Yeah, oh. if you do Bedrock, um, a Bedrock version, you can play with Xbox players and um, other people that have consoles. Hmm. Which I, when I first started playing on the computer, I was playing the Bedrock version. But then so I you couldn't like, play with other so people. One that, of the Flintstones. Yeah, I was going to say. The other one's the, the Java version. The Java version is the original version. Okay. And then they came out with the Bedrock version that is, it's faster. It works better on lots of servers. <laughs> um, realm, if you want to. <laughs> so anyway, the realms realm you can get for world. up to eleven people. I think the realm is like eight dollars a month. Huh. Which LFG had one, which I built so much stuff in there. Yeah, and then it was random as to whether he had, what he had set it as as creative or um, survival. survival that month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sometimes I could build without being molested, and other times. I'd have to be careful with creepers and stuff and try not to fall off stuff. <laughs> and that's the news. Randomly. It was new to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll talk more about Minecraft and Nerd. I figured anything that I could what? talk about excitedly is yeah. exciting for people yes. to listen to. Do some consumption. Consumption All right, function. So What's this your- week I watched a Alfred Hitchcock movie called The Birds. Oh, I haven't seen, seen that. that That's, in a long I time. that scared me kind of as a kid. Or freaked <laughs> you out. Maybe. I, I still enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. The part where they find the guy with his eyes pecked out from the owl. Oh, yeah. That was creepy. creepy. Like, ha ha, his eyes are gone. Creepy. Yeah, the first five seconds of the film you see Alfred Hitchcock <laughs> walking dogs come out of a shop is cameo it's pronounced cameo so, whatever <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was fun to watch um, my wife had never seen it so oh. it's about birds that just go decide to kill people you well, should watch the other one that I watched with her she'd probably like it which one's that it's called oh rear window yeah 
Yeah, that's a good idea. I I kind of want to see that too. Um, yeah, it kind of ends without really giving you an explanation of mm-hmm. what the birds were up to. I thought it was more. Like, it it kind of made me think of the happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Global warming is making the birds kill people. No, this was shot in the '60s, so it was before global warming. Oh, that was global cooling back then. Uh, so then I watched. I finished season one of The Expanse, oh. the Amazon show. I like that show. That was pretty good. I had tried watching it a couple times in the past, but you have to really pay attention. Yeah, it's not one that you can like Minecraft with. Yeah, or, that's what I found out. You I was talking with LG about that. While you like, watch it, <laughs> we both were talking about the concept of certain things you can't watch, and we almost instantly see the same type of The Expanse. Huh. Yeah, one. Of, so one of the cool things about The Expanse is it's hard hard sci-fi. So it's like really close to what it would actually be like if right. you're in space. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it, but. Yeah, I guess it got it was on the sci-fi channel for the first couple yeah. of years and it got canceled, but then Amazon picked it up. and com- Oh, I think season four is out right now. Yeah, I'm not I've sure. I've started it, I think. But the, one of the characters, I don't remember having this bad potty mouth in the previous ones, but the first episode of the first <laughs> season, I was like, holy well, cow, what's is... happening is it went to Amazon, so now they don't We're have on Amazon to, now. Maybe. We don't have but to. But it's the weird Indian lady with a really, really deep voice. It's... Oh, yeah. That makes me think of a Star, Tri- Star Wars villain sometimes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's always got the red lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is it the Emperor talking right now? <laughs> I don't know. That actor kind of bugs me. Because <laughs> she kind of slurs her speech, too, and she's got that thick accent, and it's like she's mumbling part of the time, and you're like, I don't really understand what she's saying. <laughs> That's a show that we often, like, let's watch that scene again. I didn't really understand what's happening. <laughs> Turn on so. the subtitles. <laughs> it's like British shows. What? Wait, what? Conquers? There was a lot of discussion after episodes so you know trying to figure out what the heck's going on in the show so <laughs> what's funny is one of the ships that they use in the later seasons when you get there you'll find it amusing oh okay um yes and then i finished reading the book ender's game oh this is the second time i've read it oh i read it like 10 years ago or so i've only read it once i think me too i listened to one of the before i ever saw or anything heard anything about ender's game we listened to a book on tape on a trip once that was one of the later novels, which mm-hmm. is where they talked about the time dilation, because one of the characters had left Earth and, yeah. and came back and was still young. Yeah, so I've started reading the second book, and there's time dilation in the first book. It seems like all of the kids at that point were like world leaders. Okay, so... There was political stuff between them. It was weird. So in the first book... um. The hero from the war, they wanted him to train the... Bilbo, Bilbo. Yeah, the eventual <laughs> wasn't commander. Boy. Oh. Yeah. They wanted him to train the eventual commander, but there was going to be time before that got to that. So they sent him in a ship away from Earth at relativistic speeds so that the time would that oh, he would still yeah. be young enough to teach the commander that they would need in like 50 years or whatever smart so they that was in the first book the second book it. um it talks about ender from the first book 
Um, well, it, so it's been 3,000 years between the first book and the second book. Whoa. But Ender's only 35. It's because he's constantly traveling from planet to planet at, at relativistic speeds. Hmm. And so, you know, it's only been like 20 years to him, but to everyone else it's been 3,000 years. Him and his sister are traveling around all the time. So, yeah, that a discussion of that book is what got my wife and I on the topic of time dilation and how oh. that works. But um, Then the third book, a Terminator shows up and kills him when he's young. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the bugs win. Yeah, I have the four books. So it's it's kind of interesting. The second book's um, forward, written by Orson Scott Card, kind of talks about the genesis of the this book series. And he he came up with the two main ideas for the second book in the series a long time ago. And he'd been working on trying to write this book. And as he got into it, he realized I need to write a book that explains this character's background. So then he went and wrote Ender's Game. Huh. And so Ender's Game develops the character of Ender Wiggins so that he's ready to be what the character he needed to be in the book, the, second book. He's the descendant of Officer Wiggins in <laughs> Simpsons. And then <laughs> Chief, yeah, Chief, so then Chief Wiggins. His, I think his agent kind of signed him up for a trilogy. <laughs> and... She was like, can you please uh, look at your stuff and see if you can write a third book? <laughs> so then he he's looked at it and he's like, yeah, I could make a story You make it all a flashback. I'll be fine. So he started writing <laughs> the third book. alien that only... <laughs> <laughs> he started writing the third book and realized this is going to be two books. Ender's unconscious in a, a <laughs> hospital somewhere. The only way to get him to come back is by experiencing emotions. Oh, no. By experiencing his past. Only if there's a writer's strike. <laughs> So it was the second one called Speaker for the Dead or something? Yes. Okay. And the third one's Good. called I downloaded Set the right aside. book. And then I can't remember what the fourth one is, but I have it on my shelf. Okay. I saw them all at the bookstore the other day. Yeah, I, I came across all four of the books at a thrift store in the large metropolitan area near us. Oh. And I happened to be over there for some reason. And so I bought them. Cool. I think we were over there because we were... Helping my son look for look for a dresser. Unfortunately, they're written in Swahili. No. <laughs> so it was a relativistic trip. Yes, it had to do with my relative <laughs> when my son lived over there. So, um, so today before the podcast, I watched the movie Ender's Game that oh. came out in 2013. With I've like seen part of it. It's good. So now there's a lot of differences that they had to do to make the book fit into the movie because in the book he starts out at six years old and that by the end he's like 11 or 12 yeah and so they had to like compress a lot of things for the movie Mm -hmm. but there were a lot of stuff in the book that went that made it into the movie there was some stuff in the book that didn't make it into the movie and there were some liberties made with the story in the movie to make make it fit yeah story yeah work so but i thought it was pretty good um i like it yeah it was quite good harrison ford's a big meanie in it though well yeah and the character that character in the book you can kind of see that he really you know likes the kid and and everything but he knows that he has to be rough on him 
Right, they're molding him. Yes. And he has to be the person he doesn't want to be. Yep. To get the result. Because if they don't, if it doesn't succeed, then he's just wasted that kid's life. Yep. So he's being cruel to be kind. Yeah, so anyway, that's my consumption. All right. We watched a New Zealand mockumentary with Master Zed and Charlie called What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, I've heard of this. I've seen it. So it's got... The vampires, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. It's got Jermaine Clement yep. and oh. <laughs> Reese Darby in it. Okay. So <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, So it's this documentary crew following around this group of vampires leading up to this, um, like... The- Undead or ball or something. Oh. <laughs> they do run across some werewolves, and Reese Darby is one, is like the lead werewolf. They're werewolves, not swearwolves, because he's always <laughs> right. like, "Stop swearing! We're not that kind of." <laughs> you know, he's he's always trying to calm them down, and you know, it's totally Reese Darby. It's perfect, <laughs> perfect uh, casting for that. But uh, yeah, and they're all eccentric because like some of them are like thousands of years old some are fairly new (laughs) vampires and they're trying to you know be in the modern world but it's pretty funny what did you guys watch it on uh i think masters that had rented it oh okay on i think at some platform was that a netflix or amazon when i watched it it was years ago i saw it i don't know we can look it up it's funny though my friend at work was telling me about this movie i'm and it sounded pretty funny. Uh, let's see. It's on Hulu if you have a subscription. Oh. Or you can get it for two bucks on pretty much anything else. Hmm. Okay. So. Yeah, it's pretty funny if you like, like New Zealand has a certain sense of humor. Right. And if you're into that, this is really good. Like Flight of the Concords. Yeah. But I could see some people not (laughs) enjoying it if they didn't like that type of humor. But Wolf Creek. That was Australian. (laughs) That was not uh, funny. Didn't I hear the guys on uh, um, Span the Void talking about Wolf Creek? They're saying the name wrong. I don't know. I think recently. Um, and I finished reading the first Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy ah, book. Oh, you read it. Yes. I read that book. It's pretty good. Um, I've seen the movie with Martin Freeman, so mm-hmm. I'm picturing, you know, the characters from the movies, but basically this guy gets saved from Earth by this hitchhiking alien um, just before the Earth is destroyed. And they end up running into the president of the galaxy who is on a ship that has this new type of propulsion. Like an uncertainty drive or something? It's called the, yeah, the impossibility drive or something. It warps, like, the probability of events happening. And so it can travel across the galaxy a lot faster. But then they end up on this planet that's been dormant for millions of years and it's a planet that makes planets for people and they find out that 
Earth was just an experiment made by these other dimensional creatures that look like mice. Well, to, <laughs> yeah, when they're in our dimension, <laughs> they look like mice. And all the experiments that we think we've been running on mice, they're actually <laughs> running on us. And uh, and the answer is 42. Yeah, they, they built this supercomputer to answer the question of life, the universe, and everything. And it came up with 42. And then they're like, well... 42 what? What does that mean? <laughs> he's like, well, I'll help you build a computer to get the question that that's the answer to. <laughs> and that was the earth. And they were like five minutes away from getting the question when it was destroyed. But the dolphins left. The dolphins so left saved. and the mice left. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So always carry a towel with you. Yep. It's, it's humorous. It's good. It's more of a British humor. There was a British show, or a you know a British Monty Python version of the book in video format. Yeah, there was a series. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. Of. I couldn't think of the words for it. There was a British series. Yeah, so I've got the. It's the ultimate. So it's got all five novels in it. Okay. So I'm. I haven't started the next one yet. I think it's called like the Diner at the Edge of the Galaxy or something. Mm. So, yeah, it kind of just ends, and I guess the next one just picks up where they left off, maybe. But the it started off just as, like, a radio play right? that uh, Douglas Adams was doing, and then it that went on for several seasons, and then they made a TV series that covered that material, mm-hmm. and then they made a movie. They've made a couple movies out of it, and then... You know, at some point in there, he wrote it into a novel or a series of novels. So it's been in a bunch of different forms, but right. it all kind of centers around the Earth being destroyed. Yeah. All right. Well, first one I watched is one a Western called The Ballad of Lefty Brown that I watched on Netflix. Um, it's got um, Bill Pullman in it and Peter mm-hmm. Fonda. Um, it was really good. There's a... It's like a, a group of guys that this is when they're all older, but they used to ride together. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of when the West has kind of been one already, so they're starting to frown on, you know, taking the long now that hands. The West, now they're doing the West too? Right. <laughs> no, more like they want you to arrest people instead of shooting oh. outlaws and things. Mm. Um, Law But and the order. guy that's been, that was kind of the, the slow, like, no one believed you really could do anything, member of the gang, mm-hmm. has to try to find the guys that kill his best friend who was also in the gang. Mm. That's really good. Um, really well acted by Bill Pullman. I really enjoyed it. It was a good Western. Cool. Um, then I watched, maybe you could read what I've re- watched. Overlord. <laughs> Overlord. It's too far away. <laughs> Overlord. Oh yeah. That was one. <laughs> I'm trying to remember all the ones I watched. you got a long list here. I do. He always does. This one is a group of guys in World War II. They're okay. paratroopers, and they're they paratroop into the um, this place where they're supposed to take down a radio tower that will be instrumental in D-Day. Oh. So they have to drop in, um, go take down this tower, and then hopefully escape, and D-Day will be successful. 
Well, when they land, they get, their plane gets blown out of the sky pretty much, and most of them get shot immediately when they are parachuting in or, or land. So they have like only five guys left. Ouch. So they have to go try to do this mission. And then they get to this small town that the towers in the tower or the radio towers on a church steeple, this small French town. Okay. And uh, they find out the Germans are doing these crazy experiments on the citizens of the town. Whoa. And so then they have to decide if they're going to just try to take down the tower or if they're going to try to stop the Germans from their crazy experiments. Hmm. I liked it. I thought it was really good. Oh. It's kind of a war movie that merged into a horror story kind of, a horror movie. Oh, interesting. So you might like that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying Sounds to think who the main characters amusing. were. I guess I could look it up real quick. <laughs> um, I think that was on Netflix as it well. said Amazon. Amazon. I labeled them all this time. I noticed. <laughs> um, uh, uh, none of those look familiar. None of those look familiar. <laughs> Okay. Wyatt Russell, Jordan Adepo, John Magaro. Oh, there's one guy that I recognized from the. Um, he was a pilot in John or Jack Ryan TV show. Oh, like the drone pilot. Then went he killed somebody on accident that wasn't supposed to be killed. Mm. So he took a bunch of money that he won and took it over there and gave it to the guy's family. Oh, I've seen that picture before. Yeah, it's on there. Oh. I finally watched it. It's got that one guy. I recognize him. Bokeem Wood- yep. Woodbine. And then there's... Um, Mark Rissman. Anyways, I recognize quite a few of them. Hmm. It was good. You might check that out if you like. It's yeah. A little bit. I think I might. I, w- I thought it was a different one. Like, there was one I watched that was really kind of crazy and kind of a comedy where they found Nazis on the dark side of the moon. Hmm. <laughs> okay. But it wasn't that one. Oh. The, the picture kind of threw me off. Gotcha. So I started watching it, and I paused it to see if it was... Wait, am I, did I accidentally click on the wrong thing again? <laughs> again? <laughs> I was trying to... I don't know if I put that on here. I was trying to... Maybe I did. I was trying to watch uh, a Jason Statham movie, and it turned out to be like a short 45-minute like short film. <laughs> huh. It was... Anyway. It was not the right one. <laughs> but I watched it anyways, and it was okay. Your microphone's really low. Oh, no. Well, I'm registering on there. It's fine. Okay. It was, I think. It's fine. I, I just... think. There we go. Next up, I moved forward. Civil War. Oh, yeah. That's the uh, <laughs> Captain America one. Yes. Oh. So Valentine's Day, I was like, let's watch a movie and have some dinner with my wife here at the house. Because now it's stupid to leave our house to watch movies because of my TV setup. Oh. <laughs> Um, so we're watching that. One, at one point, one of my kids came and was like, could you turn it down a little bit? My room is shaking. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> so no. I, I finally got up and turned the gain down on my um, subwoofer. Uh, I had I was waiting to have Tracy tell me to turn, my wife to turn, me to turn it down, but she never did. <laughs> you know, she's fine with the extreme bass of movies. Um, but she picked that movie. I was like, oh, we'll watch whatever you want to watch. And so mm. we're scrolling, scrolling through Disney Plus. She's like, let's watch that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just have one of my favorite scenes where they're fighting at the airport and Spider-Man's there and so is um, uh, Ant-Man oh yeah that's one of my favorites it's great yeah. <laughs> um, I totally do not take Stark's side of that I'm totally on the side of yeah. someone I was talking to there's like no Iron Man was, was right I was like <laughs> what is wrong with you 
Well, personal freedom, man. Divides the nation. Apparently. It's um, like, you, you caused damage stopping those villains. It's like, what do you think they would have done if we hadn't stopped them? So because she picked that one, then I picked the second movie and we watched Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Which version? The cartoon. The cartoon. Oh. I was going to watch another one, oh. but it's not on Disney Plus until October. Oh. I saw that in the theater when it came out with my wife. The I like original. that one. Yep. Yeah, made in 1990. No, the second wife. Oh. <laughs> the, uh, the scene where they have, uh, they're doing their dancing or whatever. Uh-huh. The animation in that is spectacular for the time frame that they did it in. Mm-hmm. I like the story and the Gaston. Um, I discovered my wife knows all the words to all the songs. She was singing <laughs> along to all of them. Oh. It is a good movie. It's a, I like it a lot. Although I was trying to do the math a little bit because it's don't, like don't 10 minutes or 10 years Time or dilation. whatever. And, don't And I was even. like, wait, he was 11 when he turned the, the yeah. lady away? No, yeah. Time dilation. Oh, okay. That, <laughs> we've been aged all the time? Well, we found another movie with it. <laughs> because There's you, a couple of questions I had during that movie. I was like, wait. this. Yeah, really because she sense. travels there like near in, the speed of light. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> If you look at like when people travel to the castle it's and not very back, far away. well, like it takes it takes them a while to get out there, but then the villagers they can walk there. Night. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. They must, well, they got lost on the way, so maybe that's. But they don't. <laughs> yeah, it's anyway. I had a few questions, but I try not to look at it too closely. <laughs> I guess. Like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, like I've accepted the. Uh, the dude turned yeah, into a sense. candelabra that works. But Yeah, he's one of my favorite characters. <laughs> I just can't accept the <laughs> I like Cogsworth too, the clock guy. Oh yeah. That's funny. Can't accept so, that they more. the guys oh, okay, could walk so, there in an evening. So Chip is a cup, right? But at one point she says, Go into the cupboard with your brothers and sisters and it was like fifty of them in there. But then I was like, Wow and then his mom is like old. I was like Wow. <laughs> anyway. Who's the dad? It's probably the candelabra guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, oh. Um, that's good. I watched, what, oh, I watched a show called Bojack, which is, it's a cartoon. The Horseman? Yeah, Bojack Horseman, mm. where he plays a washed up like actor that was, it's kind of like the story of Charles in Charge, if he would as a horse. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> he's in a TV show as Does he adopted, know he's a horse? Yeah. Well, there's, all kinds of animals, animals oh, that okay, are personified. Um, his agent's a cat, I think. But there's people too. It's weird, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the premise of the show he was in was he was a horse that adopted three kids <laughs> or something, okay, um, and helped raise them, or whatever. But then the, was one of them an architect? Oh, maybe. But Wilbur. So he's just living off of <laughs> that, and then he has his friend that lives in his place with him just like stayed there after a party or something and he doesn't <laughs> have no room left. he's just yeah it's really strange but it's Sounds voiced like by it. the guy from um uh the guy that's doing the lego movie and he's batman oh will Ar- will arnett, arnett. Yeah. no he's yeah. the other guy is it yeah okay um it's weird i watched like the first season i think and then Lawless, I watched that. How do you have time to What's watch that? all these shows and play so much Minecraft? You he do doesn't do it at the same time. Okay. Um, so Lawless it actually has Gary Oldman in it. Oh. It's about a uh, family that 
back in um, their moonshiners back during Prohibition. Okay. It's Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. It's one of his best acting roles, oh, I think. Guy He's Pierce. really good. It's got uh, Tom Hardy. Wow. It's a really good, uh, that guy, Jason Clark. Okay, yeah. Gary Oldman. It's really well cast. Jessica really Chastain. Very good movie. I recommend it. Hmm. So watch that. It's, um, I think it's somewhat loosely based on a real family that were moonshiners back in the day. So check that out. Cool. Um, that's on Netflix. Oh, so I got a text message. I was in here playing Minecraft for my wife. Said, come watch TV with me. Okay. Okay. So I shut off what I was doing, went, sat down, watched code TV with for... her. Watch TV. Oh. <laughs> so Zach apparently is the anime whisperer. He can tell you which anime you would like the best. Oh. So he told my wife about one that she would love, and she does love it. <laughs> and it's called My Roommate is a Cat. Okay. Sounds it's like someone I know. Funimation. Yeah. Or it was a cat. Yeah. Um, so the premise is there's an introvert author that somehow gets a cat. And most of the episodes are like the first half of the episode is from his point of view. Like the lady from the pet store comes and is trying to te- tell him how to feed his cat properly because he was just filling the bowl full. He's like, well, the, the cat was eating all of it. <laughs> the cat will eat all of it if you put it out anyway. He's trying to interact with people as a very strong introvert. Uh, but then the second half of the thing is from the cat's perspective, oh. which is quite interesting. Hmm. Um, it's it's fun. I could tell during the like the opening sequence, there's a part of the song that there's a cat's tail bobbing with like plants next to it. I looked at him always like, that's your favorite part of the, the intro is that she's like, yes, it is. Is there a dog named Odie in it? Oh, no, just kidding. there's not. Um. So check that out, I guess, if you have Funimation. What is Funimation? It's a thing just for anime. It's like Netflix for anime. That's probably why I've never heard of it. How do you get it? Zoc has it. I don't know. It's on our smart TV. He pays for it, I think. Oh, weird. Or paid for it. I don't know. The kids are keep on bugging me to get it. I bet my account. kids would know what it is. Probably. Um, there's apparently this big hullabaloo because a lot of them on there are dubbed in English, which makes it easier to watch. Mm-hmm. But apparently they're going to start doing with their English dubs and just go back to subtitled original Japanese versions, which is hard to Minecraft while watching those. Right? Yeah. Why don't they just have both? Right. Let's uh, limit our audience to just people that like to read. <laughs> so I, recently, I read through all of my comic books recently and the last one I did I read through um, what's it called Rogue One Rogue One thank you <laughs> I have the Rogue One um, graphic novel and it didn't take very long to read and it was really good actually um, it's just like the movie <laughs> oh, they good. all die in the end they do spoiler Oh, and then I watched a, I had to watch one of my horrible movies, right? From the early 80s. Where a lady's sister. What's it called? (laughs) Firecracker. This lady's sister goes to Japan and gets killed by the mob in like this fight thing because she's taking pictures of them or whatever. And so the lady comes from America that is a karate teacher. 
And so she kicks butt, kicks people. This is <laughs> 2005. People. No, it's oh, 1981. This one. one. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you got to watch the right bad movie. <laughs> yeah. It's, she has these, she, at the end, she like kills the ba- bad guy who she was, I think, falling for. She didn't know that she he was the one that killed her sister. He doesn't want to fight her at first, but then they fight. And then she kills him by stabbing, like, two sticks into his eyeballs. Whoa. Oh, Don't watch extreme. it. Extreme. But I watch it so you don't have to. <laughs> uh, I was playing around with the world edit stuff when I was had it on. Mm. Um, the dialogue was schlocky. It was, the action was unbelievable. <laughs> it was pretty stupid. Um, and that's all the stuff I'm going to talk about. Oh, <laughs> that's it well we had the long weekend <laughs> that's true oh, we did have a long weekend true. I did lots of other stuff too I still only had two shows on mine <laughs> or three I guess <laughs> well I all did right. watch a bunch of Star Wars movies but I oh. wasn't going to go over all those oh. watch Rogue One A New Hope we should borrow the graphic novel you probably like it oh maybe Some nerd cred. Do nerd cred. So I bought an Xbox. What? Xbox One S. Dude. And I bought Minecraft. It's pronounced Xbox Ones. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> I don't judge. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so my daughter came over on the holiday and we played Minecraft for nine hours straight. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> So it was pretty fun. After, it in. after playing on the computer, I told the I tried going back to the console version. I couldn't do it. It's it's pretty fun playing with her because you know we. I'm like okay, think, so what do we want to do? Let's build a castle. Okay, so I, build I think the a first time time I played Minecraft, it was with a multiplayer thing and was with you and your daughter. Yeah, she taught me how to my play kids. it like five years ago. Yeah, I think that's about when it was. And uh, yeah, so then. She built the farm, and then I built a barn to put, you know, and put animal pens, and it was pretty fun. Cool. 
Um, Nine I've hours? Also, yeah. <laughs> That's nothing. I mean, it's a long well, time I picked to her up anything. at like 10 o'clock in the morning, and so we started playing around 11 and played till 8 o'clock. <laughs> Jeez. But it was super fun. We had a lot of fun together. Well, that's what's important. So that's we had been thinking about buying a game console for a while, and then she hinted around about wanting to play Minecraft, and so I'm like, "Well, oh. let's. What game system do you have?" And then I bought the same thing. So. Cool. He just doesn't want to play online with us, apparently. Well, so <laughs> I get I get home from work about an hour before my wife does, and the. Tuesday and Wednesday, she had to work extra late because of stuff going on at work. So I ended up playing playing it by myself. And um, There's a lot of different things on there since last time I played because it's been like two and a half years since I played. Oh, yeah. And so like they have these underwater ruins. Yeah. And so I was spending so much time trying to get down there and try to loot a chest that was there. So I like... There was a nearby island, so I like built a little bridge of um, dirt out to it, and then I just started building dirt down. Oh, basically yeah. making a oh, yeah, I've done that a chimney <laughs> down mm-hmm. to the bottom of the ocean, and then building outward. And I went through all this trouble. I I got killed at one point because one of those drowned things yep. got in there and killed me, and <laughs> I respawned back at a village. <laughs> Like really far away, oh. I had to go like make a, a crafting table and a boat and try to remember how to get back there. <laughs> I managed to remember how to get there, but when I was getting closer, I could see there was something there. When I got there, there was some kind of marauder or I don't know what they're called, but huh. some guy in a pirate boat or something, and he killed me. <laughs> Whoa! So then I ended up that village again. <laughs> had to run, make another crafting table, make another boat. By the time I was done, there's like three boats sitting out there. <laughs> and there's a llama in one randomly. It's like, oh, yeah, the they heck? have a, a wandering guy with llamas that like yeah. trades with you or something. So anyway, Weird. somehow I was able to collect all the stuff that I had dropped when I oh, died the wow. two times. But I finally got into the chest, and all that was in there was wheat <laughs> and rotting flesh and... <laughs> A horrible joke. I, the The best thing in there was like a leather tunic. <laughs> well, have seen, was, I'm like, why? Have you seen the desert temple things? I um, are they new? Yeah, I've they're seen one of the, the newer ones. ones. There's not, there's not, yeah. But uh, I guess one of them, you go in the middle and it looks like a place. Oh, I can dig down. There's probably something in there. We break the floor and you fall. Oh, that was that was the pressure that's point that was that blows you up. That's an old one. <laughs> oh, I've been okay. to those. Yeah. So anyway. Um, I'm building a castle on this one too, but on t- top of a mountain, so it should look really cool when I'm done. But cool, I've I do everything in survival because I get so bored when I play creative. I don't even play creative. You should make yeah. AutoCAD drawings I either. <laughs> I don't know. I find I find it, the fun is in the challenge of building something. That is fun. Have to. Avoid. I don't build things either. I'm a builder though. <laughs> I, I do. Mine. I build things and then I go on adventures. I'm just hunting for resources so I can get to the end. I've never been to the end. I've beat it once, and that's enough. I wonder if there, for me. there's a record for the most hours played in Minecraft without actually be, ever seeing the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen videos um, of it. 
I don't care to do it. You have to like stumble across the portal to the end. It's like a civil engineer's heaven where you don't I can have just to go stumble build whatever across I want. It, you can find it. I know there's ways that you like. You throw, an, throw these. I have Ender, and, and it leads you there. Yeah, and I've always usually I have trouble with that. I lose it or. I get mm. lost. Or Remember my son taught me how I to make a portal to the nether, and then I went in, and then he disappeared. And I was like, <laughs> what did I do? Ah. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, so MJ and I got to go to pub trivia with Masters Ed and Charlie. It was fun. Cool. Uh, we went to this little pub. Can't remember what it's called. Something about there be dragons or something like that. But there was like eight teams playing trivia. And we got third place. I think oh, nice. my big contribution was I somehow came up with the name for a male duck. Oh. It's a, um, oh, what was it? Mm-hmm. Is Drake a type yeah. of duck? Or is it's that? Drake. It's a Drake. Yeah, it's a Drake. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys would have gotten it too. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Um, I don't know why I know some of this stuff. I know. Yeah, most of the stuff it was just like I have no idea. But there was enough of us there that somebody knew most right. of the answers. Um, I was just trying not to lead them astray, <laughs> so I was. I almost got one. It was like what critically endangered species had baby born in chicago in 2018 or something no they're i don't know that they're critically endangered oh so my guess was like oh i think it was a white rhino it was a black rhino so we got it wrong oh like really (laughs) or something yeah (laughs) i don't remember which color was which but yeah i was so close and i designed and 3d printed an Engineerity Show coin. Oh, cool. I gave, I printed two of them. I gave one to Colleen and one to DVD. Oh. And I tried to print like four times a day. I tried to print more and it did not work. Yeah, LFG was impressed when he saw it. Oh, good. So the bottom side. Is that the picture side or the side? No, the side that just says the Engineerity Show. Yep. In my model, that is relieved, it's and only a model. the words, you know, stand out. And I was doing it all in like ten thousand or in thousandths, mm-hmm. so the rim was supposed to stick up like ten thousandths, and the words eight thousandths. But when it printed it, it just printed that side flat. Yeah, because otherwise, it'd have to build like structure to right. support it that you'd have to cut off. I don't know how it would work. Well, then. The next time I tried to print one after we got back from our trip, it would do the outer rim and then it'd go to do the letters and it was too far from the plate. It was just spitting out Mm. plastic. So I went into the model and moved the lip so it was the same height as the letters. So it would print them all at the same time and then fill in and it still wouldn't work. Hmm. So I've got to do something else. I'm not sure. Fascinating. So I'm still working on it, but I'll print more of them up. And I've printed like tons of these dinosaur things. <laughs> Those are like the ones from the they're, Google. Yeah, if you're Chrome. not connected to the internet and you open Chrome, there's like little dinosaur game you can do. Mm-hmm. I've printed like 
two dozen of these things at least. I printed something for my wife for Valentine's Day. It was this little heart that had gears in it that the gears actually moved. Oh, that's cool. So I, that, I gave that to her. Yeah, the, I have yet to set my 3D printer because he gave me the most time or the <laughs> most strenuous one. I still have to build a shelf for it and right. then build a hood and yeah. an exhaust vent. Well, I suggest that you just get the one like what I have. It's like 240 bucks or something. And but that it's one, really one, easy to he, use. The reason he gave it to me was not to be difficult and make my life hard, but right. it was because of what I want to print, which is minifigs and dice. Right. Mm-hmm. Which but in the meantime, it's not it's that okay. expensive. It's a motivator to, to get, get into my it now. Cleaned and anyway, oh, um, so I told my wife I'd do this, and it was part of my nerd cred. But I told her that I would use her as nerd cred for asking me to watch an anime with her. <laughs> <laughs> the least nerdy person I know, and she is watching an anime. You're rubbing off on her. Well, I think it's more of my kids. Oh yeah, but she's also been watching one because of your daughter. Um, oh really? Something there's like a I don't remember what it's called. There's like a school or something. My Hero Academia. Yeah, that one. Oh yeah, my daughter loves that. And then f- for Christmas we were buying anime books for my kids. Uh-huh. So we spent like an hour in the anime section book of the Borders or whatever. It's not Borders. What is it? What's the one in the mall? Um, Barnes and Noble. Barnes, Barnes and, Noble. and Noble. There you go. And then I have finished the structure on my Dororo-based backpack bookshelf. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, oh, I saw the, pictures of that somewhere. Facebook. Yeah, I Facebook pictured them. I've added a couple panels. I need to go buy some more quarter-inch plywood. Um, I need to figure out how to build the drawer for it. Mm. And when I fill with books, it might be too heavy to use as a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> So I was intending to build something I could e- more easily transport my D&D books because mm. um, the chest is heavy and constantly full. Yeah. Um, so I thought this would be good, but it's going to be kind of heavy, I think. So it might just be a display piece in here, some places to store my books oh. until I go places. Um, or you can use it for carrying other stuff. I'm kind of feeling I have around. to go buy more quarter-inch plywood because I've been building a lot of the stuff I build with my scrap wood oh but i think after this project i'm gonna just purge and get rid of all my scrap wood and just mm. next project start buying again because it's taking over my garage there's so much yeah. scrap wood um but i'm having fun with my new tools that lfg gave me cool well the fireflies north and i'm gone The weight of the sash carries me so far away You're gonna be my hero And I'll be a fool You're gonna find me sleeping to stay away You're gonna find me sleeping to stay away So tell me how to keep up with the diamonds in her hair Cause the way that this world has shifted leaves me so unaware Where the beauty in the eye of the beholder Where your stage must be the world And I'm the sloppy busboy 
in love with the angel girl. Well, I'm the sloppy bus boy in love with the angel. Well, they say these dreams are made of memories of your minds. Oh, my heart must not know this Cause in my dream you're always mine How painful is the waking When light pierces the dark And you aren't with me anymore Just this only heart And you aren't with me anymore Just this only heart Alright, we, we had a Facebook poll Yes The poll was put up by Mr. Pold <laughs> It was Apropold. Which would you rather eat? D Vitty or Mr. Pold? <gasps> oh, just kidding. I'm marbled. <laughs> <laughs> so this you know, this is related to the conversation about Shackleton. Yeah. Last week. So the options were seal or penguin. And the penguin gif is of this guy in orange pants walking toward a penguin and then the penguin starts waddling toward him and he backs up really fast until he falls over. Just want a hug. And then the seal is just a large seal seal bellowing or something. Next to a baby seal. Yeah. A sea lion? No, that's a... Does it have ears? I can't tell. I don't know. Anyways, penguins got about two-thirds of the vote. And the seal got the other third. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Rob Hancock said, I love a penguin. And he posted a some kind of bar that is called a penguin. And Neil Orangepeel said, me too, and posted other pictures of it. I'll have it. to buy one when I go visit. Yeah, so apparently that's a British thing. Because I've never heard of a peng- penguin bar before. But hopefully it's made with real penguin. You can buy them on Amazon. Maybe. I I just wanted some greasy seal bacon. Mmm, greasy seal bacon. I think it's illegal to kill them. Seals? Yep. Is it illegal for them to kill you? No. Okay, so I'm staying away from Antarctica. Is that (laughs) a bad title for an episode? What? Greasy seal bacon. No, that's fine. That's a good, good title. Okay. Greasy pulled bacon. Greasy seal <laughs> bacon <laughs> with croutons. It's pronounced bacon. <laughs> it's pronounced seal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you want to contact us and tell us about exotic animals that you would like to eat, <laughs> send an email to engineerdyshow at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Hey, cows aren't endangered. Look for this week's poll. I don't know what it will be yet. Something about what we talked about today: time dilation or something. Geothermal power. Yeah. How do you like to Minecraft? Would you rather be time dilated or play Minecraft? <laughs> Why not both? Um. Yeah. So go to our website, theengineerdyshow.com, where you can get a T-shirt. Check out our latest posts. And thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy. Live long and nerdy. You have been and always shall be my friends. 
For greasy seal rump roast, I like <laughs> bacon, penguin wings, pizza, seal pizza. <laughs> I like to eat a kiss from a rose because you could make the these are mammals. You could make the cheese from their milk, seal cheese. You could milk them. <laughs> I guess could, I I wouldn't try <laughs> to get them when they're sleeping. <laughs> Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees. The song Most Guitars Are Made of Trees is by Greg Gibbs.